we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our Health Alert Current Event and Bible Study for May 4th, 2020. Next report, uh, short, well, little video here on Rockefeller Foundation admits COVID-19 is a global depopulation weapon. You can't play patty cake with this. It's either the country goes into total depression, lockdown, they're going to have brown shirt groups that come around checking your medical status, forcing their way into your homes. It's all being announced. People thought we were joking yesterday when we talked about it. Bloomberg's covering it today. Forced inoculations. Uh, most people are no longer going to go to schools anymore. Schools will be community areas for socialist and globalist organizing. Um, but everything else will be done in online training that's crappy and dumbed down and, and robot controlled. The elites will then go to physical schools. Education's collapsing. The cities and counties are collapsing, and they're doing it by design artificially to accelerate in the new way of living. Yes. And so submission to this is death. Yes. And it will mean massive death here already, and that's already coming out, what I told you months ago. But in the third world, 135 million people are now going into starvation mode, and it will be hundreds of millions that starve to death. We're, we're at this pivotal point here. Like I said with this study, a lot of good to report on and a lot of very, very severe negative information at the same time. We're, we're looking at what they're trying to do, but we're also looking at this awakening. But we're at this crossroads where if we go down, if humanity collectively lets this go down, really, I, I feel like as America goes, so goes the world. Um, <clears throat> we are going to go into everything that he just stated. And, and that's how high the stakes are. I'm going to try to be disciplined today and not go into preacher mode, even though that makes for interesting radio and TV and is somewhat informative. And I really just need to analyze what's going on here and put out little factoid chunks to get that to the White House. And, and of course, so you can get that out of the White House uh, and others. You need to be flooding your police departments, your fire departments, uh, the churches, all the major change agents, as the left calls them with the truth because we basically have already passed the point of return for a global depression then they're going to use that depression to break our will and engage in massive acceleration of the social engineering programs that they've been putting into place things are going to get extremely dystopic extremely fast as you're now seeing everything else has been beta testing and build up to the post-human era and i have never had such a crushing commitment to uh, stop these people. Now my commitment is, I didn't think it was possible. It's like 10 times stronger. And I know you're feeling that spiritual commitment as well. The globalists encourage people not to have children, not to save the earth, but because when you have children, you tend to get closer to God and you think about your ancestors in the future it unlocks a lot of things in you. And I'm not criticizing those that don't have children, but I'm just simply saying, I now look at my children and I feel absolutely crushed with commitment, just absolutely flattened. It's not a feeling of depression. It's not a feeling of anger. It's not a feeling of even sorrow. It is a feeling of 
grief that we've let evil get this out of control and that it's absolutely even worse than we thought and that we screwed around, but that now we got to roll our sleeves up and just every cell in my body is commanding me, commanding me to get up off my ass and to awaken the people. And, and let me tell you, I know you guys have worked hard to get the word out, and I, and I want to commend you. But listen, Churchill said it to paraphrase it, that there are a time when a people have a chance to fight, and if they did fight, they could win easily, but they wait. And there's another time where they fight when there's 50-50 chance of winning, and it, it's a massive loss of life, and it's terrible. But there's another time when you know there's absolutely no way to win, but it's better to die on your feet than die on your knees with a vampire sucking the blood out of you. And we're now going out of the, we could win this easily, into 50-50. And then it slides like over the edge of a cliff very quickly. Decades and decades of we could win easily. We just woke up and rejected this evil. To long, hard, incredible fight to do what's right. Like abolition movement took about 100 years to end slavery worldwide except in third world countries, but the West stopped doing it. It was a big, long, hard fight, huge wars, millions dead, but Christians got that done. It, it, this is a fight w way bigger than that now because it's about all of us not just getting enslaved, but having our minds enslaved in mass Stockholm syndrome where it's incrementally rolled out by these psychologists and these technocrats and is designed to phase humans out completely, and that's now being announced. And on the path to our species being phased out by these psychotics, by the scientific dictatorship in the post-human world, is really the destination. The journey is the destination. A world not more beautiful, not more open, not more free, not more classically liberal, but one of trampled and being trampled upon. One of having a boot stomp on the human face forever. A society that gets uglier and stupider and, and, and I mean, in Brave New World, they were forecasting this. And by then, the average person lived to 30. And it was all designed like that. So the ruling class could just enjoy how they ruined humanity and dominated. It's a giant satanic ritual. And you're now living in the takeover. Every model we have been given in the last four months by the United Nations, by the Royal College, by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has been more than 100% wrong. They've been 200, 300, 400, 500, 600, 700, 1,000 times off. They've been, sometimes just 50, 60, 70 times higher in the death rate. And now we know it is confirmed that they are counting in Europe and the United States and in China every death that comes into those hospitals is counted as a COVID death. And now Project Veritas has a major funeral home operator on tape talking to one of the other directors there in the state and the county. And
it's been documented that they're just naming every person that dies of a heart attack, of stroke, of a car wreck, of a gunshot wound, of old age, of the flu. Hospice. They just, they don't test them, nothing. They just say, nope. this person is a COVID-19 death. Because then the hospital or the hospice facility gets three to four to five times the money right. because they handled a COVID patient. And the government, from the Fauci level down, has greenlit the regulators and the House Oversight Committee, run by Democrats, to engage in this fraud. And the plan was developed years ago. This has all been planned. It's been drilled with Disease X and the UN and tabletop exercises globally with all these countries doing week-long drills just in November with event 201. And then next year you'll have event 202 and 203 until 2030 the whole agenda is implemented. And I even have the documents. I'll show them to you right here. This is all battle plan. Like if I went to see Romeo and Juliet, there's three acts of the play. And they hand you a program at the beginning so that you know when there's breaks and when what's coming up. And I'm sitting here reading the program to you. So people go, but wait a minute. You say it, it's a man-made virus, though. It is. Because that way these globalists can own it and make all the money off of it and roll out new versions of it that are more deadly in the future. That's in their plan. That's how they're gonna tighten the noose. But they wanted to have a limited system that killed useless eaters, as they call them, old people, and those that are extremely sick and run down. But again, I don't think they got near the kill rate they were bargaining for, or they would not have most likely released those projection models. I don't think they would have released projection models that were, you know, not even remotely accurate as far as death rates go if that's not what they were hoping to achieve, it really wouldn't make a lot of sense to me, you know, but, um, I just don't think, I think through God's intervention that did not happen. <clears throat> but the death toll is so low that they then began attributing all deaths right. to this. And as I told you uh, earlier this week, I've talked to people that manage major medical facilities, major, uh, trauma ERs, major emergency rooms, and many of them are not engaging in fraud and coding it because they are legitimate institutions. And the managers there go, I don't care if everybody else is doing it. It's criminal. We're not doing it. Good. Meaning classifying deaths that are not COVID-19 as COVID-19 in order to get that money. That's what he's in reference to. It's like all the mortgage fraud that was allowed in the 2000s, where these banks would sell the same mortgage 10, 20, 30, 40 times. That's what's going on here. Okay, so next report, uh, New York City ER doctor says it's time to reopen America. New York City emergency room doctor who works on the front lines of the COVID-19 pandemic says the novel coronavirus has run its course and it's time to reopen America. In a New York Post op-ed Monday, St. Barnabas Hospital ER doctor Daniel G. Murphy described he's seen the coronavirus numbers fall in the past few weeks and explained why he thinks the lockdown restrictions should be eased. And notice, I've been giving you MD... You know, pretty much after MD here, pretty much saying the same stuff, you know, which is, you know, what you really want to see. He said that COVID-19 has been the worst healthcare disaster 
in my 30-year career because of its intensity initially, okay? Which is what we reported on a lot initially early on. Duration of potential for lasting impact, noted Dr. Murphy. The lasting impact is what worries me the most. And it's why I now believe we should end the lockdown and rapidly get back to work. Murphy said that March and uh, through March and April, critically ill patients overwhelmed the hospital's facilities for weeks. And again, I'm trying to balance this with those out there saying, there's been no deaths at all, nobody died, it's all a scam, it's all... No, that's not true. Let's have balance. Let's look at what's happened. Um, and he said, uh, with an unprecedented number of deaths witnessed by staff, it's, it is, and again, I've reported on this over and over, it is precisely what I have witnessed that now tells me it's time to ease the lockdown. So here's somebody that's been in the thick of it, been in a hospital where it was really super bad, and even he's saying... It's time to ease the lockdown. Murphy says one reason is hospitalizations have dropped and the number of cases have crested, crediting natural immunity rather than lockdown orders for the change. So this herd immunity is now being attained on COVID-19. So the the numbers are have crested. They're going down. We got an emergency, another emergency room doctor from New York City, where it's where it was at its worst at all in the United States. He's saying this, okay. Not to mention those other two emergency room doctors that so eloquently spoke earlier. So, um, uh, okay, so he even gives you a timeline here. Uh, <clears throat> at 1 p.m. April 7th, the COVID-19 arrival slowed down. This guy must be really detail-oriented. <laughs> That's all I can say. It was a discreet noticeable event stretchers became available at 5 p.m and the number of arriving COVID-19 patients dropped below the number discharged transferred or deceased this was a strike this was striking because the community I serve is poor some are homeless most work is essential low-paying jobs where distancing isn't easy nevertheless the wave passed over us peaked and subsided okay so there's coming from an MD that's in the thick of it you know now, this just broke. I'm going to play this. I don't really know how long. Um, I just saw this on Jones's channel. Hawaii becomes China and now bans protesting. So, again, there's good and bad news to report on here. Uh, but I feel like, again, if we can achieve this critical mass where enough people are aware of this information and are resisting this tyranny... Uh, with enough prayer and fasting and educating others and these types of things that the tide could possibly be turned. So let's go ahead and play this. The United Nations World Health Food Program head says 135 million people could starve to death this year. He says the numbers show already 300,000 a day are dying. And I mentioned Wuhan and the urns never got to the main point. I was reading the numbers of people that normally die in China every day and it's over like a million people. But then they talk about 4,000 died or 5,000 died in China of COVID. Who knows what the truth is? The lies are so insane. Now it's a, a lot of people died in China, particularly in Wuhan. Admitted by the CDC on their own site that 37,000 have died in the United States. I saw them on Fox News this morning say it's 100,000. But Imperial College gives us the models, the same ones that were 50 times bigger. The same Imperial College and groups that told us the ice caps would all be melted by 2017. They're bigger than ever. Right. I mean, it's like the biggest liars. And then Fauci is the main guy controlling the Wuhan lab in coronavirus research. Yeah. 
This is absolutely insane. Now, talk about the fear-mongering. Governor Newsom on the communist holiday, May Day, came out. And what did he do? Well, on May Day, he said, you can't go to any of the beaches or any of the parks. They're all closed. You're all bad people. We're saving you. Remember, it was, oh, just a few weeks. You got to be closed. Now it's like, oh, you're in the handcuffs. We control you. We're going to bankrupt the local economy. Only big box stores will be able to operate. The forced inoculations are coming. We're forming spy grids with Bill Clinton called contact tracers. And tens of thousands of people showed up. Wow, they've got a they've got a banner. They're flying over the beaches in California. It says fire gruesome newsome. Uh, nice. I mean, that's what else did it say? Open California fire gruesome newsome. Contact tracers. And tens of thousands of people showed up. The media said a thousand, but I went and found helicopter footage oh, yeah. and other shots. Yeah, I'm looking at this footage he's talking about of the people crowding the beaches in California. It's the same way here. I mean, we're supposed, you know, we're we're not on any kind of near as much of a lockdown as um, like maybe California should be, but people are ignoring this these things increasingly more every single day. And I'm seeing it here in North Carolina, and it's going on elsewhere, even in liberal states like California, which is great. Where they just showed it up and down the roads, on the beaches, huge masses of people. But the news would yes. show cropped footage. Wow. Yeah, there's some of the better footage, but that Man. goes for miles down the beach. That's thousands uh, But the police were there tackling, people. attacking uh, in some of the towns. In other towns, the police say, we're not enforcing this, it's crap. And it turns out in Florida and places that didn't close the beaches, they had lower numbers. This is incredible. Again, this has never been done before. But here's the fair mongering in California where the media trots out the Grin Reaper who's walking up and down the beach saying, I don't want to kill you. It's dangerous. Get out of here. I'm going to go dress up as the Grim Reaper and say, I don't want you to take the vaccines. I don't want to have to take you. Or, or, or I do want to take you. Don't be here on the beach and get vitamin D. This is such fear mongering by the corporate media. Here it is. Miramar Beach Access 49 here in Walton County, and today is a pretty big day. The I think it's going to pro. And says, give me money to feed all the starving people so they can make them dependent. But a bunch will die, and the other is hyping the end of civilization. Jason Jones is a very successful, famous filmmaker, uh, author, researcher, and a local community activist. He lives in Hawaii. He thought he would go out and protest the government shutdown. It's one of the most draconian in the world. And the police kettled them. They surrounded them. Something he knew about being in the military and slammed to the ground. Uh, this is some nice HD footage. I saw some raw footage of them actually brutalizing people. But uh, good to have you uh, here with us and tell us what's going on. God bless you. And again, you can see the, the, the footage on the video that I'm posting, the, the link in the PDF for this date. Hey, God bless you, Alex. It's a privilege to have this friendship with you to share the story for my community. You know, I was so exhausted that day because my organization works on food insecurity in the most vulnerable countries in the world. So I had been up since four in the morning my time working on Ethiopia and Nigeria, published a white paper four weeks ago on the coming famine. Now, as you said, uh, the World Food Program said another 165 million people are going to starve to death this year alone because of, of the shutdown. So I was exhausted. I said to my wife and my kids, we're just going to go there. People ask me to Not of the COVID-19 deaths, but because of the shutdown that it's creating and the farmers not producing food and you know, that type of thing. That's why they're going to starve to death. Speak. I'm not going to speak. Let's just go show and, and stand in solidarity with everyone and then go barbecue. But we showed up and it was peaceful. It was upbeat. There was a small police presence. But as a former infantryman, I've done plenty of cordon and searches of villages. And 
all of a sudden I noticed a military maneuver. There was a what effectively would be a platoon of police officers coming from one direction. And as I went to go address them off about a half a block away, I noticed that they were surrounding us. They had these thick notepads for their citations. So I wasn't going to wait to them to come to me. I went to them and, you know, I lost my cool a little bit saying that uh, I was videotaping them and I was saying their name and their badge number on, on Facebook live, which I, re I regret that I was so aggressive because I really do feel sorry for them. They're, they're just doing what they're told. It's not an excuse, but that's just what most people do. And uh, well, you don't like being on martial law lockdown when we know I that don't. the thing is basically a giant hoax. And I don't like military maneuvers against families. And uh, so then they were harassing people. And as people were being harassed, they would call. They're showing all the footage in the background of this happening. For me. So at one point, I ran over to a, a prominent lawyer in town. And she's like, help, Jason, help. And so I just, again, started challenging them. And they, they were about to arrest my wife. And she just walked away. She goes, honey, just walk away with me. And they won't arrest you. And then I walked away. And then the police officer said, yes, just pretend you're leaving and we'll leave you alone. You have a smart wife. And I said, whoa, I'm walking away from you, but I'm not pretending that I'm leaving. I'm here. And here's the letter from the attorney general. You are not to interfere in my First Amendment rights as uh, I'm here to assemble. I'm here to uh, ex express grievances. And I am covering this as a journalist. And they said, well, if you don't give us your ID and take a citation and leave, we'll arrest you. And I said, well, then I'll sue you. And uh, they handcuffed me. They put me in the car. Wow. And where I stayed for three hours, I went there, uh, I chipped my tooth. The guy took a sharp turn and uh, hit my face and chipped my tooth. Nice. But, um, yeah, it was just shocking. They're, to they're see showing him uh, hauling, hauling this, this Patriot away. The uh, police uh, perform a military maneuver. I will say when I was at the police station for three hours handcuffed in a car, police would come out. They were having meetings. I was just watching them and listening. Several would come up to me and say, you know, hey, I'm with you. This is stupid. As they were fingerprinting me, they were, you know, they're talking about how stupid our mayor is and how ridiculous all of this is. I've since received Facebook messages from members but of But still, we need to make the point. 135 million are going to starve to death. Yeah, they're still going along with it, though. So, I mean, great. I'm glad they feel that way. But come on, guys. Backbone time. Backbone time. If the police go along with all of this, then, the, you know. We want them them to resist this as well as the citizenry. This leaked out of China or was released purposely to create the hysteria. And because it's not the flu or something else that normally kills this many anyways, it's news, so everybody's totally into this fear. It's like never going in the ocean again because there's shark attacks or never driving a car again. That's going right. to cause the shutdown of society and mass death, and it already is. Right. Well, Alex, on that note, I'm getting reports from Nigeria. People are starving to death. Violence is erupting in India, Nigeria, uh, all around the world. And, you know, and, 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 you know, not only that, but the locusts eating everything up over there. You've got COVID-19 and they're using that as an excuse to shut down, you know, all the farming. And, and I, I'm, I'm not 100 percent how um, how dependent other countries are on our agriculture on our meats and this type of stuff but i would imagine it's probably a very big impact globally and then you've got the locusts eating everything up wave after wave of locusts that are that are beyond biblical proportions from what i'm seeing now and you know it's it's just one of the scenarios where it's like wow i mean this is moving in a really 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 dark direction unless something 
radically changes here and and this is why i'm trying to create as much of a of an awakening as i can as these people are um to potentially maybe reverse the course here i don't know I, it, this is in god's hands at this point but i want to try to put out some positivity and and uh, regarding the situation because there is a lot of positive things going on right now i wish i could tell you the number one reason i was there was for the bill of rights but that is not why I was there primarily. Exactly. I've shifted away from just America and our rights. That That's important. This is global collapse. Is, yeah. And Alex, listen to this. Yeah. As food becomes scarce around the world, as food becomes scarce Price around the world, we're approaching 50% unemployment in Hawaii. We're Whoa. the furthest place in the world from any place in the world. We cannot feed ourselves. We will starve. My friends and neighbors, many of them support the shutdown. They do not understand. They will starve. To they don't death. get the chain reaction that's known. The globalists know exactly what they're doing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, you know, there was a Twitter, uh, Instagram war of people mad at me as a holy guy out there. Who am I? And some of my children's friends were uncle. I'm so sad about this. I said, listen, I care for them so much. I don't care what they think of me. I was there so they don't Exactly. Stay to... right there. Do, do, do five more minutes with us. We've got Dr. Boyle who first exposed this as a Chinese uh, bioweapon simulant to create fear and, and, and get us to trigger the shutdown of our economy. This is their response uh, to us um, winning the trade war and starting to level the playing field that had been designed to make sure we were deindustrialized. We started leveling that, and that's just not allowed because the globalists have sold us out to China, which is now all coming out. Okay? But the, the, there's a civil war going on in America. And please remember, listeners, as this chain reaction shuts down, we're already having trouble with our suppliers for the vitamins, the minerals, the supplements. They're already telling. So we have that. I'm, I've got so much to cover here, but this just broke that that report that that he just put up there. There, it goes on for another oh, I don't know, six seven minutes. Of course, on a lot of his videos, the back end of them are are, are advertising on on his product line. Uh, but okay, so let's go further here. Um, Dave Hodges released this uh, today as well, and it's entitled, If Americans are to survive, they must be willing to adopt rules for radical strategies. Now, again, I, I don't want to use the devil's playbook as a Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals, the devil's playbook as a way we should behave, but I do think there are some valid points he makes here, okay? So, um, I, I like to always have Bible for for what we're telling somebody to do. Uh, Dave Hodges said, I interviewed business owners and the average citizens in an estimated crowd of four to 500 people in a town of 7,000 people. Uh, and I believe that they, he was at a protest, just like we were just seeing here, the one they were having in Hawaii. Preliminarily, I have a couple of observations that jump to the forefront of extreme discontent in America that I found exemplified in, in Wickenburg, Arizona, which I guess was at this estimated four to five hundred person crowd uh first the mainstream media propaganda machine has lost its influence over many or most of americans this is all really positive guys this is all good and god can use this momentum i i think with us educating others us praying if you feel led fasting once momentum gets started in a particular area and i believe that momentum is here we want to keep it going okay People are open. People are, are hurting now. People are, you know, some of them are, you know, not making, being able to make rent payments or, or they're really starting to get, you know, feel this in a lot, a number of different areas. 
And so people that might not have been receptive to this type of information before may be receptive now. And he's going to prove that here. The message has been so uh, repetitious for so long that it's habituating with the public. I've heard many sarcastic comments that mimics the MSM's attempts to control attitudes. To a person, every Wickenburg citizen I spoke with mocked the COVID-19 reported rates. Uh, they mocked the, the use of the term essential business, which is what, you know, Costco and, and China Mart, Walmart, those are essential. The other ones aren't. Most the, All the mom and pops and that type of stuff, they're not essential. Most of all, they no longer fear law enforcement and government officials. These people hold the establishment in extreme disdain. I'm finding these views are reflective for most of the country. Rightly so, it is appropriately noted that President Trump is alienated in his own base. He has allowed a lab coat coup to take over the government. I mean, Dave's just finally cluing in, kind of. He's he's on the Trump train still, and he's off it, and he's on, and he's off it. That's what I've seen with him for a long time now. Um, but at least he's aware, you know. Uh, but he's saying that Trump has allowed a lab coat coup to take over the government. Really, it's a medical pharma cartel lab coat coup to take over the government and secret puppeteer is bill gates who wants america locked down until such time as this mandatory dangerous vaccine is then ready absolutely what the liberal machine did not account for was the fact that they are greatly alienating their own base the fastest growing demographic on the common sense show which is dave hodges hodges platform um, are previously diehard liberals who are now alienated and feel very angry wow here is a typical communication I am receiving from this demographic. Dear Mr. Hodges, I hate you. <laughs> At least I did for a long time. I always wondered how a well-educated person such as yourself could possess such Neanderthal views. <laughs> Why couldn't he have said knuckle-dragging Neanderthal views? I think that would have emphasized things better. Uh, anyway, I thought that if your kind took over the planet, you would hold people like me as sex slaves as you emptied my bank account and forced most of us to perform slave labor? Which, honestly, that's ironic because that's the exact same thing that would happen to the conservatives if the Luciferians take over, essentially. I mean, and, and, and even worse. So that's, that's kind of ironic, the irony. I will give you credit for two things, though. You're very consistent in what you've been saying for a long time. It now appears that you were at least correct on a few things. Most of all, you were correct about the shutdown of this country. We would be considerably better off if we just faced the virus head on. We are never going to achieve her immunity by being locked in our own houses. I totally agree. You also pointed out that we were compromising our own immune system by sheltering in place, which is what we've already covered in this teaching. Death is part of life. We need to go back to work and deal with the consequences. What good is it for us to survive and have nothing to return to? We can later debate the deep political differences that we hold. For now, Mr. Hodges, we need to unite and force our government to open our schools, universities, and places of business. I commend you for your stand on these issues. Please do not print my last name because I'm a tenured professor at a large university. Imagine that. Imagine that. A liberal professor at a large university? Brainwashing the... The college people, yeah, yeah, that's that's standard procedure. Uh, at a large university in the Midwest, and I would anticipate serious consequences for my shift in allegiances. I have some ideas on what we need to do. Please contact me at the following number. My, 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 have we? Wow, okay. <laughs> 
The above email is typical of what I'm receiving from a large number of liberals. They feel betrayed. Many have not received the funds promised by the government. Many more have nothing left to pay bills for, for shelter and food. Um, I saw this thing on Facebook last night where um, a man was up there and he said he just got his check in and he made a really great point because he had gotten one of the checks. He got one of these stimulus checks or whatever. And um, he said, here's what I think about this. And he took and he had a propane torch and he, he burned it up and threw it in his, his grill and let it burn. It was $1,200 check. He, he opened it, saw his name right on it. $1,200, the whole nine yards. And he said, the reason I'm burning this up is because this is your payoff check to keep your mouth shut. And they want you to take this and cash it and shut up. He says, I feel so strongly about my convictions that I'm going to burn this thing up just as an example for everyone else that we're not, that we shouldn't take the payoff and that we need to get back to work. I'd rather work than, you know, live off the government and go to a socialist type of environment where, you know, the government is, is, you know, supplying our, our, our every need or whatever, paying us off, but you know, in order to do that, you better do as you're told and you better not bite the hand that feeds you or the, or the money stops coming in. That was the point he was trying to make, you know, and I commended him. That's, that's wonderful. Um, next report here. Survey shows most Americans can't or won't use contract tra tracing phone apps. Now these are, this is really serious. This contact tracing these, I, I would, whatever you do, I would scream about not doing or participating in anything the government is wanting you to do regarding what we're facing regarding this big brother stuff a joint survey conducted by the washington post and the university of maryland which aren't exactly you know conservative has revealed that most americans cannot or will not participate in an app-based contact tracing programs designed to monitor the spread of the coronavirus the program is currently underway thanks to a partnership between Satan, I mean Google, and Apple, you know, Satan, Satan's little brother, uh, as well as public health experts and researchers. The app will allow people who have tested positive for COVID-19 to notify those that have been contact contact with them. This is the ultimate big brother narc tool. According to the Post, Apple and Google announced this week that they have had begun delivering the first elements of the software to developers working with public health agencies around the globe. They added that the system is being tested and released in the middle of May. The tech giants also said the underlying software would depend upon local health agencies developing their own apps and calling on citizens to download and use them. Meaning you get a smartphone and you, you, you download this app if you've come in contact with anybody. Even if you haven't reported yourself ever having COVID-19, you come in contact with anybody that has been in contact, that's maybe even been in contact with somebody that had COVID-19, which, you know, the odds go up every day, the way they're classifying things, then you get a knock on your door and Big Brother's there to question you. That, I mean, you don't want anything to do with this stuff. Because they can track you now real time it's oh you were you were you weren't even aware of it you were you were in close proximity to this person with COVID-19 at a Barnes and Noble last Tuesday you need to you, you we need to come in and screen you we need to oh are you kidding me all the more reason not to have a smartphone wrap that or, or put, put it in one of those um um 
Oh, the the blocking phone cases. Just keying uh, secure ID, I think, and uh, blocking phone cases. You don't, what I'm trying to tell you, is you don't want to make it any easier on the government to implement these things. You want to make it as hard as possible to implement these big brother draconian things they're trying to implement on us. It might be something where it gets to a point where you don't even, uh, you haven't even downloaded the app. It's Maybe it's downloaded automatically without your reference. I mean, every time you sign those stupid contract things, there's all this fine print or whatever. And you come in contact with somebody, you know, a week ago, and then all of a sudden it, they show up with it, and then now they have a right to come to your house and kick your door in or whatever they're going to do. I'm telling you, that's where this leads. More than half of those surveyed in the poll, thank God, however, said they didn't have a smartphone or that they would not use the apps. Well, this is the this is the most big brother draconian thing I've seen as of yet. Okay. I'm going to give you a little bit of more information on this um, regarding this video we're going to be playing. Okay, so this is the amazing Polly. Uh, beware of contact tracing. Today we're going to talk about contact tracing. Have you heard of this? There's a uh, some excerpts from Clinton Global Initiative University meeting that was held over Skype a couple weeks back, I guess, and it's all about this notion of contact tracing. Here's some excerpts so you understand what they're talking about. We need tracing agents in the hundreds and hundreds of people, right? You take the test and then you trace back all the contacts. It's never been done on this scale before. This is an army of tracers. They're basically investigators. Uh, we will do that the best we can with these uh, this is andrew cuomo you know satan's little helper and and the devil himself bill clinton having an interview two high-level luciferians discussing you know what needs to happen to the general public with a seven-state consortium but it could have been done from the federal government on a much tighter more efficient basis you know i agree with you on this this contact tracing is very important. Oh, yeah. And it could enable our entire country for the first Here, This is coming straight out of the mouth of a serial confirmed rapist. And we're, we're supposed to, I'm getting a morality lesson here from a serial confirmed high-level Luciferian rapist to another one. And, and I'm supposed to take their advice and trust them. And to have a real public health system, a real public health core. And uh, I've thought about it in a lot of different ways. Could we, could we make this a part of AmeriCorps and encourage people to come and do this work and earn some credits to go to college, for example? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Bribe them, in other words. Bribe them. Be a good little Nazi brown shirt. Do it as you're, as you're told. Bribe them. And then we'll give you some credits for college, for our governmental brainwashing system. Is there some other way we could do it? But I, I know that... Uh, my friend, uh, whom you know well, Paul Farmer, uh, is heading up a program for Massachusetts now to try to get a state contact tracing core. Uh, we are asking people, thousands of folks, to be part of this new core, to get trained and to help us with the tracing. Because you're absolutely right. The predicate for getting back to some... So I think what they're talking about now are the people that are going to monitor the phones and how in, in, in what kind of proximity they get to one another. they got to have a whole bunch of brown shirts... It's some 
centralized computer station evidently that's gonna oh oh this phone got within this many feet of this guy he, he tested positive for COVID-19 this week or whatever and even though that might not be a false positive because that that happens a ton and now we can we have a right to to whatever and they want to get us used to that being questioned all the time and them showing up at your doors randomly and you submitting to the government doing whatever they're telling you to do this is what this is about. This is the most draconian thing I've reported on as of yet within that they're proposing on doing. Semblance of normalcy is our ability to identify individuals through testing, to be able to trace their contacts, to isolate individuals uh, that have uh, either uh, been exposed or quarantined people that are tested positive. And that's just going to require an army of folks oh, yeah. and the capacity yeah. of consideration from individuals to allow. You imagine all the people that have to quarantine. Oh, these these smartphones came within, you know, five feet of the, of this other smartphone. They were in a public place together. They weren't maintaining proper social distancing. They're all going to have to be quarantined now. We're going to have to find them, go get them, make sure they're self-quarantining. And if they don't comply, then, I mean, you know, this is, it's an absolute impossible nightmare to even try to comprehend. Uh, for their privacy uh, to be impacted by that kind of acuity of attention based upon where they've been and who they talked to. You can see that they plan to work with uh, whoever will work with them, whichever state governments will work with them, to build an army of medical gestapo medical inquisitors this is like a grand inquisition based on positive test results for this stupid virus so if you go in you test positive for the stupid virus these people if you live in the wrong place these people will call you and they get your emf blocking phone cases you can get cheap ones up on ebay for like five bucks i've seen Okay, I mean, get them and use them when you're out in public if I was you. Because you don't know if they're already doing this behind your back. And, and, and anyway, you don't want to make it easy on, on, on the government to implement things like this. The more people that comply with this, download these apps that have smartphones. You know, I don't trust this app thing. I, I think they would try to do this regardless. It will quiz you about everyone you talk to and everywhere you go. And then... These people, these medical tyrants, will call the places you've been, and they will call the people you've been in contact with, right. and they will quiz them. Yep. So, yeah, uh, one of the things this hinges on is, of course, the tests. So now you can see why there's been this massive competition to be the company that provides the tests. Because, obviously, the... Um, just the bad guys, the cabal, the medical tyrants, the eugenicists, the, um, the, the, the medical Gestapo, they need this information. They need the test results, right? And um, obviously, for their purposes, the higher number of positive tests, the better. Today, Donald Trump says the only reason the U.S. has reported one million cases of coronavirus is that our testing is so much better <laughs> than any other country in the world. Oh, other yeah, countries right. are way behind us in testing oh, yeah. and their show, therefore show far yeah. fewer cases. 
So there you have it. You're doing a lot of testing. He's a mouthpiece of Satan, Trump. In the United States. So this whole contact tracing army that they're building will first be built in the United States. So you guys are going to get it the worst of all. We're going to get to the legality of this. Touch on it at the end. I mean, it's probably a violation. Wouldn't you think? How is it? that people from an NGO, people from something like the, the Partners in Health, which we'll talk about in a minute, how are they getting their hands on test results? They must be working with the companies that provide the testing. So already we are seeing- I've seen all kinds of things how the test kits are contaminated. I haven't even, I don't even have a, uh, a uh, I don't even have a section on that. I, I should have done a section on that in, the, in today's teaching, but the testing kits are a joke. They're not reliable. They're, I mean, for them to rely on that is a whole other can of worms. But that's all by design. False positives, things of this nature, so that, you know, you're not even, you're not even testing positive. And, and you know, now you're, oh, but you came in contact with somebody that supposedly tested, even though they hadn't. <sighs> It, this is this is like i said one of the worst things i've seen regarding all of this and that's why i'm trying to sound the alarm for massive non-compliance with this particular thing especially uh, uh, the public health establishment sliding up beside the actual medical establishment undermining it and possibly going around the laws somehow and it's this partnership with giant corporations and philanthropy that I addressed in my last video. They have nefarious aims in mind, but they cloak themselves in public good, in humanitarianism, yes. in philanthropy. Um, to get us in the mood for what I'm going to talk about, let's look at this paper, In the Name of Public Health, Nazi Racial Hygiene, by Susan Bacharach, Ph.D. In democratic societies, the needs of public health sometimes require citizens to make sacrifices <laughs> for the greater good. But in Nazi Germany, national or public health took complete precedence over individual health care. Physicians and medically trained academics, many of whom were proponents of racial hygiene or eugenics, legitimized and helped to implement Nazi policies aiming to cleanse German society of people viewed as biologic threats to the nation's health. Can you get your head around it? Because in this case, it's not racially based, but it is the same thing. Please. Yes. Hey, hey, she goes on uh, another 22 minutes there, if you want to listen to that video. Uh, I, I wanted to give get you a section, though, on contact tracing so you're aware of what we're talking about here. Uh, then we have this video. Army of Nazi, medical Nazi brown shirts being created on a national level. Former President Bill Clinton recently spoke with governors from New York and California about the need for a national contact tracing corps. We need tracing agents in the hundreds and hundreds of people, right? You take the test and then you trace back all the contacts. It's never been done on this scale before. This is an army of tracers, they're basically investigators. Uh, we will do that the best we can uh, with these, uh, with a seven-state consortium, but it could have been done from the federal government on a much tighter, more efficient basis. 
you know, I agree with you on this. This contact tracing is very important and it could enable our entire country for the first time to have a real public health system, <laughs> a real public health core. And uh, I've thought about it in a lot of different ways. Could we, could we make this a part of AmeriCorps and encourage people to come and do this work and earn some credits to go to college, for example? Um, is there some other way we could do it? I, I know this is a little redundant, but it's it's a little confirmation cherry on top of the Sunday what we just heard. But I, I know that uh, my friend, uh, whom you know well, Paul Farmer, uh, is heading up a program for Massachusetts now to try to get a state contact tracing core. Do you think maybe you could get the, the governors to ask the Congress? to fund that as a part of all this money they're giving you, or maybe it's legal now to spend some of the money, but we need a national core of healthy people who are probably trying to go out and do this contact tracing. We need the bodies. State health agencies are already hiring contact tracers nationwide. They're hiring inexperienced lay people who lost their jobs during the CCP virus shutdown. Governor Baker um, invited us to be part of a consortium. This is Chelsea Clinton, his devil daughter and some other devil doing an interview. Um, and to offer some of the insights and experience we've had in other countries in hiring and training a, um, a group, really a, um, a, a whole cadre of community health workers um, or contact tracers rather. I can't help but say community health workers. And they would be um, uh, virtually trained. They are being virtually uh, trained and deployed right now. What we would do with this is that we would, this virtual group of contact tracers um, would contact anybody who's tested positive to learn about their recent activities, um, who they may have been in contact with. We had something like 7,000 people, 9,000 people apply within the first couple of days to be contact tracers so that we can actually use people who are out of place, um, out of work rather, um, who can be trained, even lay people, um, to do this work. It felt like a good good thing for the economy also. Well, one of the things that you have to be able to do is to track people who are positive. Should we have a contract tracer core, even if we call it something more elegant? Should we yeah. really build the first public health network we've ever really built in this country around this issue? I think the answer is absolutely yes. And that's just going to require an army of folks. California and New York, under the guidance of the Clinton Foundation and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, are following the globalist script of the World Health Organization. Now we need to go and look in families to find those people who may be sick and remove them and isolate them. That's from The Who right there. That's, that's one of their main guys giving a press briefing right from the mouth of Satan to you. In a, in a safe and dignified way. Oh, yeah, for right. Infowars.com, this is Greg Reese. Yeah, like they did in Wuhan, China, in a safe and dignified manner. You see all the footage of that where they went into those people's houses and they, they you know, they're bringing them out kicking and screaming and they were beating on them as they got, you know, tore them out of their own houses. Yeah, like that. That's the safe and dignified manner that they're talking. They want to bring Wuhan, China, what happened there to everywhere. And this is a big, big step in that direction, this contact tracing. So um, then we have this. I just got this today from a listener. And this is actually from Matt Staver 
of the Liberty Council actually treated his his um, uh, his uh, his sister. She was one of my patients when I was back in Fort Myers. Uh, anyway, a uh, little trivia there. Uh, 501c3 churchgoers must register with the government in Kansas City due to COVID-19 now. Kansas City, Missouri officials are now requiring every church to submit a list of members and attendees along with their names, addresses, and telephone numbers to city officials for tracking and surveilling purposes. It's just the churches, just the Christian churches they're targeting. Guaranteed this isn't happening in the mosques or in the satanic churches or probably a lot of maybe other cults. I don't know. Just the Christian churches. This starts out by saying I'm running out of adjectives to describe how completely insane the tyrannical abuses launched by state governors and local officials against pastors and churches are becoming. It is as, as it. It is if these leaders never bothered to do so much as a glance at the Constitution, they swore to uphold and defend. They seem to be governing from some make-believe dystopian viewpoint. Yesterday, we received a desperate call from Kansas City, Missouri Church, whose local government is reaching new and terrifying heights and destroying our constitutional freedom. The Kansas City government is now demanding that churches turn over membership lists, along with the names, telephone numbers, and physical addresses of anyone who enters a church. I told you this day was coming. Many, many times. This order also applies to all businesses. Uh, the, the new order states that by recording names and contact information, the health department will be able to move quickly to trace, test, and isolate individuals who may have been exposed to COVID-19. So this is more of a contact tracing on more of a, uh, a physical level, whereas they're not using smartphones to track your whereabouts so much as it is, you know, word of mouth straight from the little nazi brown shirt have you been in contact with this person we, we turn over your church logs be you know if you know what's good for you you're a 501c3 corporate institution you're yoked up with the government we gave you your right to exist and now it's time to pay the piper now it's time to you know do as you're told uh, or else you know anyone who does not provide this information will be refused should be refused entrance Evidently, entrance into the church, I don't know. The Germans did this very thing to Jews, collecting the names and locations of all known synagogue attendees in the early days of the Nazi regime. Never in our wildest dreams could we have imagined Nazi-like measures designed to surveil, track, and spy upon what was once a free American people. Yet that is exactly what Kansas City's misguided government officials are now demanding. Every day that passes during COVID-19 panic seems to bring a new list of... of illegal and unconstitutional mandates issued by the state and local politicians intent on ignoring their state laws, the U.S. Constitution, and the Department of Justice. We are at the brink of losing America as we know it, along with all liberties our once free America enjoyed. These attacks on our church, churches cannot stand, the backbone of our country. Well, again, it's, it's, a, it's a gelded church, though. He's not going to talk about that part. He's not going to talk about how if the church would have just been sticking up all along and being salt and light and doing what they were supposed to do according to what Jesus commanded them to do, being salt and light, being shepherds that have true love for the sheep, not hirelings that are doing it for the money, okay, that we wouldn't be in this position that we're in. But because they've been silent on like the majority of issues that that so many in alternative media and alternative christian media cover well we're in the shape that we're in now they haven't warned the flock of the impending evil coming and um 
It says that we have already filed suit in several states against governors who have illegally and unconstitutionally fomented the arrests of pastors and launched attacks on the liberties of congregants. Uh, we will fight these cases all the way to the Supreme Court if we must. We need your help to defend freedom. Finally, uh, please be in prayer for our attorneys and our staff as we litigate these cases, but, but most importantly, pray for the future of our country. I give you a link to this report here. Um, if you want to know more, they're asking a lot regarding donations for it. Uh, Ephesians 6, 11, and 12. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Yeah, that's what we're that's what we're battling against. And again, that was Matt Staver. Uh, next report. The satanic powers of beast say the pandemic could last two years while developers are rushing to make vaccines. The coronavirus pandemic is likely... Now, this is coming from Satan. Last as long as two years, and we won't be controlled till about two-thirds of the world's population is immune. Meaning, what they mean by immune is they mean fully vaccinated. Okay? A group of experts said in a report... After locking down billions of people around the world to minimize its spread through countries, governments are now cautiously allowing businesses and public places to reopen. Oh, how benevolent of them. Yet the coronavirus pandemic is likely to continue in waves that could last beyond 2022, the authors said. Risk communication messaging from government officials should incorporate the concept that this pandemic will not be over soon, they said, and that people need to be prepared for possible periodic resurgences because they want you to get used to this as the new normal. Oh, it'll die down to the point where maybe we can lift a little bit, little bit of the restrictions, but we're not going to have any real free mobility until that microchip digital ID um, vaccine from Bill Gates gets injected into you, which totally alters your DNA and microchips you and be able to track you wherever you go. You won't need a smartphone then because they'll have a microchip to track you wherever you go. Continuing, so after locking down billions of people around the world, um, um, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I already read that. Uh, let's see here. So, and again, it said that people need to be prepared for possible periodic resurgences of, of the disease over the next two years. Again, getting us used to this, quote, new normal. Uh, developers are rushing to make vaccines, though, that may be available in small quantities as, as early as this year. And from what I'm hearing, that's that, that numbers, that um, timeline is going to keep getting pushed forward and forward and forward. Because I'm hearing from a lot of different sources that the vaccine's already there. They've already got it. They're just... They're waiting until they perceive they've got enough public compliance and desperation where they'll start bringing it out and some excuse as to why they were able to, to bring it to market much, much quicker. Okay. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I can't, again, I'm not, I'm not saying that's 100% the case, but it would make sense from a Luciferian standpoint. Okay. Top headlines. Just, I, I, I'm doing this. I'm, I'm, I'm incorporating a lot with the newsletter now where I'm just reading you some of the headlines now um, within the actual teachings now. Uh, $30 trillion in debt by autumn. Okay, so we're, don't, we're just going massively as a country into, into further debt. Um, armed protesters storm Michigan Capitol. Tyrants get the rope. That's a whole other report that um, that happened. There, uh, they actually went in armed into the Michigan Capitol. The protesters did, and um, they're 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 really really 
getting aggressive in Michigan. And then, behold Times Square. People and cars. Americans beginning to ignore the government. Uh, big Hal Turner was up there photographing actually Times Square and showing that there was a lot of people there when there should have been none. Uh, freedom resuming as Democrats lose control. Protesters demand that we make America open again. May Day protesters demand freedom. These are all separate reports here. So again, a lot of very, very severe negative information and then a lot of very, very encouraging information. I don't think I've ever done a report where there was so much of both at the same time. But it's better than all negative, you know. Uh, then protesters flock to California beaches to flout Governor Newsom's closures. America's squirming under stay-at-home order. Uh, New World Order globalists using highly advanced AI platforms to generate ever-changing fear programs worldwide. If you want to know how they're generating the fear programs, there's one for you. Very, very good source. Uh, I just don't have time to cover it today. It's 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 a it's state of the nation. They put out some really really cutting edge stuff. I've read a lot of the reports. If you want to know how the AI is being used to do this fear based program, that's the one you want to read. I even highlighted that special. You'll see it under the top headlines. Uh, then CDC eyes tracking through human waste. Mm, that's nice. Uh, while Brits are on lockdown, 100,000 people from abroad arrive at airports. So again, there's so much hypocrisy. You know, put them on lockdown, but yet you could go to big box stores, yet you can't go to small businesses, yet let, let everybody travel freely. It, there, there's no rhyme or reason to any of this. It's, it's whatever the New World Order wants, essentially. Whatever they can con you into believing. And then airport uh, trials for disinfection booths that kill the virus within 40 seconds oh i'm sure that would be healthy for the for the individual going to a disinfection booth and spray you with only god knows what yeah it kills you in 40 seconds too homeowners increasingly delaying mortgage payments meat shelves across the country sit empty healthy pigs being killed as backlog hits farms again these are all just headlines here's the new order scheme to enforce mandatory vaccinations and then Bill Gates, a menace to society who must be arrested and prosecuted for crimes against humanity. Corona dystopia, the future if we get if we let the globalist win. Texas salon owner owner chooses jail over coronavirus lockdown. Why are nurses and healthcare workers across the country refusing mandatory flu vaccines? Ah, God bless them. Chinese company to buy Texas oil fields in 1.3 billion steel deal. Um, I'm still meaning they're stealing these oil fields because the gas prices have dropped so low. Now, now the, the American oil producers can't make money anymore. And so the Chinese are coming in, swooping in and buying up the oil fields, which is all part of this plan. Jamie Lee Curtis tells women to kill their babies and abortions at home in new Planned Parenthood ad. Isn't that wonderful? Doesn't that just warm the cockles of your heart? Isn't that wonderful? Kill your babies at home. What, what, coat hanger style? Jamie Lee? Who's, you're you're going to burn in hell white hot, you witch. Um, and then, please make FCC comment regarding rules for exposure over 6G. Uh, these, are, these are action item alerts. Three FCC-related action items for you today. And really, this is all over 5G. And then Noah is claiming 2020 has already already has a 75% chance of being the hottest year ever. And it's still only April. Now, I, I don't know about you, but 
yes, I'd say that that was one of the warmest winters, but we've had a very, very mild spring. I mean, a really nice spring where I'm at in the foothills of North Carolina. Uh, I wouldn't say that it's been, I'd say it's, it's cooler than average. So I, I'm not 100% sure. But then again, then that's just here. So I don't know what the summer's going to bring or whatever. It, last year, for, for me here, it was the hottest summer, the longest hottest summer I'd ever seen, for sure. And the coldest fall I had ever seen, coupled with the warmest winter I had ever seen, coupled with probably the nicest spring I've ever seen so far. So that's been my experience since last summer. So, I mean, that's just me. That's what I've what I've observed um, since last summer. Let's see here. Uh, many parts of Western Europe and UK have had only about 5% of their average April rainfall. Um, our rainfall has been pretty good. Parts of the U.S. dry since the 1500s. Um, that's all by design for sure. Because they want to make sure wherever, especially wherever the food's growing, that it's bone dry so that they'll have maximum crop loss and death of livestock torrential long rains from kenya to pakistan continue to fuel the biggest locust plague in the world has ever seen as covid 19 is about to hit hundreds of millions of the most food insecure people on the planet and then tracking the murder hornet i talked a little bit about this last week deadly pest has reached north america these beekeepers are showing up in Washington. And they're showing up to their beehives, and there's thousands of of bees dead. They these murder hornets, these um, these um, Japanese hornets, show up, and they're two inches long, and they just go in there and just lop. They've got these really strong mandibles, jaws, and they just lop the heads off the bees, thousands of them at a time. They'll they'll invade a nest, and lop all the. And again, you know, you got 5G destroying the bees, and now you're gonna have the murder hornet. And, and the bees are essential for um, pollination. So, I mean, all of these things are, are things, though, that, you know, we can pray about. Um, going further here, uh, let's see. Michigan governor asks legislature for emergency declaration extension. And she is refused. So this is good. Vote, votes to sue her as armed citizens enter state capital. I mentioned that earlier. Here's a little more of an update on it. The apparent Nazi-esque political dominatrix presently occupying the office of the governor of michigan got completely rebuked today by her state legislature thank god governor whitmere sought legislative approval to extend her state of emergency declaration over the coronavirus outbreak the emergency declaration expired thursday the legislature refused instead the michigan house of representatives authorized the speaker of the house to file a lawsuit against the governor they also passed a new resolution reducing to 14 days the length of any new gubernatorial emergency declarations, a bill the governor promises to veto. And they show this this woman, this uh, governor, dressed in a Nazi suit, um, which is appropriate. Demonstrators include some carrying guns, entered the, the Capitol building of the U.S. State Department on Michigan on Thursday and demanded the Democratic governor lift coronavirus lockdown orders as some lawmakers reportedly donned bulletproof vests dozens of demonstrators crowded the lobby of the building in lansing michigan where they demanded to be allowed inside the house chamber state police wearing masks blocked them from entering none of the protesters appeared to be wearing masks good more protesters could be seen outside carrying signs including one depicting governor gretchen governor gretchen whitmer as adolf hitler 
The demonstration dubbed as America's Patriot Rally was organized by a group calling itself Michigan United for Liberty. We do not agree with or consent to our unalienable rights being restricted or rescinded for any reason, including the COVID-19 pandemic, the group said in its private Facebook page, where it has more than 8,800 members. We believe that every American and every Michigander has the right to work to support our families, to travel freely, to gather to religious worship, and for other purposes, to gather in protest of our government and to direct our own medical care. The protest comes a day after Michigan court ruled the stay-at-home directives used by Whitmire on March 24th do not infringe on residents' constitutional rights, according to local media reports. So, again, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of bad. Okay? Mass resistance escalates in North Carolina. This is not too far from where I'm at. Hundreds of protesters crowded into downtown rally on Thursday. On Tuesday, I'm sorry, for a third week of rallying aimed at reversing Governor Roy Cooper's stay-at-home order for North Carolina. Four protesters, including Reopen NC leader Ashley Smith, were arrested when they stepped onto the sidewalk outside the governor's mansion on Blount Street, violating police instructions. The street name is iconic. Now, this is coming from the person that wrote this report. I'm guessing it's named after William Blount, a ancestor of yours truly who signed the Constitution as a representative of North Carolina. That would be the same U.S. Constitution that guarantees the right of people to peaceably assemble peaceably assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances and that allegedly is still in force today protesters gathered around the state police car and banged on the windows as smith was taken away this is how nazi germany started said her husband adam smith now i'm going to give you a little bit more on that medical tyranny unleashed on the people um in north carolina after practicing constitutional rights go ahead and play this short uh video here Breaking news right now, medical tyranny has been unleashed on the people of North Carolina after they decided to practice their constitutional rights. I've got all the details, but if this is your first time watching and you want more breaking news like this, go ahead and hit that red button down below to subscribe. Just make sure you hit that notification bell. Now, marking the third week in a row for protests against North Carolina's stay-at-home order at the behest of the Fauci-Burks doctrine, things looked very ugly in Raleigh on Tuesday. The video I'm about to show you is difficult to watch, but clearly it is a sign that freedoms are dissolving faster than expected. Now, I was informed that officers in Raleigh were instructed to ask the protesters if they were infected with CV. If they invoked their right to remain silent by not answering, they were arrested. Their Fifth Amendment right. On site as so you're, you're arrested on site if you invoke your Fifth Amendment right now in America, evidently. If you, like... If you have CV, if, if you don't tell them if you have COVID-19 or whatever. They peacefully assembled. Now, from what I understand, judges are now having difficulty trying these arrests because they must balance the public health versus constitutional rights. Now, as a constitutionalist myself, erring on the side of freedom should be the default judgment. Now, in a recent op-ed, Representative Andy Biggs and Representative Ken Buck published in the Washington Examiner, they drove my point home stating quote while we can and should identify and protect the most vulnerable among us we must respect the rights of every citizen forcing people to hunker in their homes for a period of time abrogates the essence of america because it restricts our rights now invoking the term martial law biggs and buck reminded all america stating quote this kind of martial law was common in authoritarian nations, 
But until the logical conclusions of the Fauci-Burks doctrine were implemented, it was unheard of in our free country. Yes. Now, witness the end result of the Fauci-Burks doctrine playing out on the streets of Raleigh on Tuesday. Take a look. They're, they're just manhandling this lady that stepped on the the um how dare she step on the sidewalk in front of the governor's mansion manhandling this she looks to be like you know like a housewife in her 30s okay no threat at all throwing her over the hood of their pop cop car two cops two little nazi devil brown shirt cops in their covid 19 masks they must feel so such like big men with all these other cops protecting them while they while they cuff this lady i mean th this is just you, you can't see the footage okay i'm just gonna i'm gonna probably gonna fast forward this because it's you're not going to be able to see what's going on here, but it is horrific. What you doing? You have earned yourself a lawsuit. Representative Andy Biggs and Representative Ken Buck offered a solution, a sound conclusion to the madness that is gripping the nation that you just saw. They wrote that the solution isn't to watch government officials from around the nation. I skipped ahead about four minutes, four or five minutes. It's, it's just they're, they're arresting all these different people, you know, um, and now I'm letting him talk. Implement policies consistent with the Fauci Birch Burke's doctrine of destruction. The remedy is to open up our society and our economy, help the most vulnerable be safe. And if you don't feel safe coming out, by all means, stay in. I will respect your right to stay in. Please respect everyone else's right to take the risk of freedom and venture out into our great nation again. Otherwise, we're going to continue to see images like this. Horrific. Now, this is just one corner of the nation where the medical tyranny is erupting. People have had enough, and they want their states opened up. We're going to continue to follow these stories and more, and bring you the latest as the people push back against the Fauci-Burks doctrine. Comment. So... We have that. Then we have this. Must-see infographic. The death science depopulation trifecta. Biological weapons, vaccines, and 5G all aimed at humanity. As part of an upcoming presentation with Gen6.com, which streams on May 15th and 16th. This is from Mike Adams. Again, who was the one that was attacking those two um, MDs that I played earlier, which was, to me, absolutely incomprehensible. But because it didn't fit Mike Adams' narrative that we need to stay in lockdown... He attacks them. Um, but then he puts this out, which is right on the money. 
so again, that's why I say glean. You just, you know, because, you know, you never know when you're going to run up against some pet thing that somebody has a real big ego pride thing about and they're not going to budge on it. And it's like, okay, well, but this is excellent what he's putting out here. I've been working to or uh, to organize information that describes the trifecta of death science weapons that are now aimed at humanity. What I'm calling the death science trifecta consists of, consists of the coronavirus, COVID-19 biological weapon, 5G towers, electromagnetic weapon, and vaccines, chemical weapons. In combination, they're designed to enslave and then exterminate most human beings living on Earth today. That's why there's no real talk of restoring human freedom or promoting pro-human speech or even allowing anyone to advocate nutrition that can save lives. The globalists have zero interest in saving humanity. They're working to exterminate billions of humans of beings, human beings, and bioweapons, 5G, and vaccines are the trifecta of mass death and tyranny that they're using to accomplish this goal. Now, he put this infographic, which I actually posted this infographic within my, my prayer list now, because it's good to keep this in mind, because this is a big reason this ministry started, this very death science population trifecta, which really, when the ministry started, I did, 5G wasn't even on the radar, but some type of biological weapon release was on the radar and vaccines was on the radar. Now we've added 5G. So it's this pyramid where you've got 5G at the top and coronavirus and vaccines and all, there's all these overlapping things. You, you'd have to kind of look at it to understand. It's very hard for me to kind of describe it, but it's it's a very good infographic that'll, it, it connects a lot of dots, okay? Uh, going further, it's no accident the graphic is organized like the all-seeing eye and pyramid on the back of the U.S. dollar. This is the structure of power over humanity that has been invoking invoked by anti-human globalists for centuries. Take a look at the graphic here and share it everywhere. Along with a warning, if humanity doesn't rise up against our oppressors, we will be exterminated. As you can see, but again, there's no talk of God or anything like that, okay, so... Bear that in mind. As you can see from the infographic, depopulation is the end game of all of this. Big tech, big pharma, big science are all colluding to obliterate the human population on the planet. They are, in fact, preparing for Earth for a post-human era. Globalists have decided they don't need humans any longer. Their final act will be the global financial reset, looting of all assets combined with global deployment of a vaccine euthanasia kill switch to cause billions of deaths. This is why they are now using armed government assault teams to raid and shut down anyone who promotes colloidal silver and vitamin C in order to eliminate any possibility of a nutrient or natural substance that might help protect the public from infections. They need to keep their path clear for vaccines and that that needs to be the only savior of humanity, meaning vaccines. They can't allow anything else to work first. You see, vaccines must be the only option uh, offered to the world. That's the only way they can achieve widespread compliance with the euthanasia kill shots. They have to label uh, the vac them vaccines and tell people, if they don't take the shot, they won't be allowed to participate in society. Big tech is all part of the war on humanity, of course, as they are back blacklisting all individuals or websites that dare to promote immune-boosting strategies that might help protect humanity from a worsening pandemic. In essence, big tech, big pharma, and big science have all become direct enemies of humanity. They are engaged in a full-blown war on humanity, invoking at least three key weapons to destroy the human race, which are biological weapons, electromagnetic weapons, and chemical weapons. In truth, they're also using population weapons like stratospheric aerosol injections, chemtrails, info weapons, engineered media disinformation, and genetic weapons 
transgenic weaponization of vaccine ingredients to alter the genetic code of the vaccine recipients, well, also GMO foods. At the same time, you may have noticed that the food supply is being deliberately destroyed in order to cause widespread famine and desperation. FEMA camps will, op will offer soup kitchens and food bank rescue packages for the public. But as soon as the coronavirus vaccine is available, you'll be required to show your vaccine papers to receive a food rescue package. Food scarce. Now, remember, this is worst case doom and gloom scenario for the immediate future. So bear that in mind. I've been trying to be positive, present a lot more positive things today. This is worst case doom and gloom we're looking at here. Okay, but it is good to very much keep this in mind because if Satan has his way, yes, this be will be the way things go, unfortunately. Um, food scarcity, in other words, is being weaponized to force mandatory vaccines onto the public. When they are hungry enough, they will gladly line up to be injected with anything in exchange for a few meals. And the globalists know this. A mass awakening has begun, though, but will emerge in time. Humanity is now on the brink. But there's also a mass awakening taking place at this moment as billions of people around the world are coming to realize they are literally being enslaved with house arrest orders forced upon them by ignorant, incompetent, immoral leaders who refuse to recommend the nutritional solutions that can protect health and help us get back to normal living. Things like silver, zinc, selenium, D3, C, elderberry, and so on. Now, again, I'm, I'm reposting my current list of... Um, those nutrients that i do have in stock i've pretty much got everything back in stock i'm not bringing back the innate 5000 d3 because the ones i brought in are better to be quite honest they're in a food base the innate 5000 international unit was not okay even though it should be it wasn't and um i don't think i'm going to be able to get the farmex vitamin c tub powders anymore but i brought in another one from biotics another vitamin c powder so i've got two vitamin c powders one from innate and then now one from Biotics that's also a very, very good value. I've pretty much got everything back in stock now. And what I've got in stock now is better than what I had when, when this first started overall. I've got a bigger product line, more, more options, and I stocked up. I've got more inventory now than I've ever had. And I've done it on purpose just in case, you know, in case I get another run. And, and um, I don't want to run out like I did last time. That was so stressful for me to not be able to ship product in to try to you know try to get product the only thing i don't have right now is numazyme numazyme is the one from biotics and that's the one for it's the best product i know for the lungs it's all in one one-stop shopping for the lungs but i don't have any i've got 27 bottles ordered i don't know when i'm gonna get them in i i hope this week i don't know might not be for i can't i can't pin them down you know they keep telling me oh it's gonna be any day yeah right right yeah hurry up and wait so um but I've got everything else, including the silver uh, in my, my, my personal inventory. Or you can always go to dr-symboljohnson.com and order it there, the colloidal silver. So going forward here, let's see here. Uh, okay, perhaps it will take temporary ex experience of global enslavement to finally awaken humanity to the truth. You were born in a into a prison in a prison for your mind and if you want to free your mind you will need to reject the toxic chemicals medicines disinformation and technologies of the globalists that means no 5g no vaccines no pharmaceuticals and no more living on processed junk food that makes you weak and dumbed down smash your iphone put down the antidepressants turn off the brainwashing cable news stop eating garbage 
nutrient depleted processed foods start filling your body with nutrition while energizing your mind with real uncensored truth that sounds like a pretty good plan to me okay then we have uh let's see here okay i am way over on time so we are going to stop part two and we will go to part three next god bless you and see you in part three